Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Marketing Makeover. I am very excited today to be joined by Kristen Milani, the uh, VP of Global uh, Growth Marketing at Anaplan. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Now, I'm going to have to tell everybody, Christy <laughs> was fishing a little bit on the intro. She was definitely trying to get the goodies. And Guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a preparer. I could tell you're, you're like, you're someone who's going to send the agenda before the meeting. I, I, oh, yes. I can, yes. I and the notes it. afterwards. You you yes. have me pegged. Yes. Well, it's going to be an even better show this way. Now, the truth is we didn't give her the goods. I still don't know the goods. We don't know who the companies are on the wheel, let alone who it's going to land on. I always ask this. Who do you hope it is? <laughs> who I hope it's not. Can I answer who that? Who hope it yeah, I right. hope it's not Zoom. Okay. Okay. So, right? So okay. it's going to be Zoom, right? It is might that- be. I have- <laughs> They're rigging <laughs> it in the back. <laughs> I think, I mean... I think what? they I think they do a lot really, really well. And, you know, I like to have a challenge. I want to okay. see some things of what's a, you know, a harder nut to crack here instead of just don't don't give me the easy one. All right. right? You hear that, Brian? All right, let's see who she's got on the wheel. Let's, let's spin that darn thing. And, and it zoom it is. <laughs> yeah, it's be, oh, it's Uber conference instead. So I get rid of the soundtrack. All right. Okay. Figma. Do you know Figma? I do not. See, I do. We're in good hands. Okay, okay so Figma good, good, good. You're, like you can help me a little bit. Product. Okay. Okay, so do you work a ton with your designers? Uh, yes, and used to. They used to report into my group, so okay. know there them you fondly. You will like Figma then, so let's pull it up. Is it going to be something about the figment of the imagination? Is there? <laughs> no, it's not even close to that. What are they? Okay. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, let me tell you what I think Figma does and the way my team uses it for me. They use it to send me wireframes. Oh, okay. Minds meeting minds is how great ideas meet the world. Okay. I'm intrigued. Okay. Let me play with this for us real quick. I, this is where I like to start. Um, the best product teams in the world start their journey with Figma. I think would speak to them or uh, – improve product adoption and wireframe approval with Figma. I don't know. Like I want to yeah. get something where it's an outcome, if that makes sense. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, that's the, the biggest thing on the page should be your eight to 10 words of what do you do? And, and I'm, I'm not getting it from before. So a little bit more here. Figma brings your teams together, design better products from start to finish. Okay. Right. What I think is really interesting. Yeah. Is it a collaboration tool? Because that's kind of the buzzwords these days, right? Is the ability to collaborate with others real time. So this is my issue. 
I think, so let's go back to what their branding is, right? So minds meeting minds is how great ideas meet the world and see how it has all this like collaboration. Yeah. To me, collaboration is a feature, not a product because collaborating doesn't create anything. It's, and it's all expected. Do you have any products anymore that where you can't leave a comment on it? Yeah, I would hope not. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm wondering is like, do you get what I'm saying? So like if you were doing this on sketch, right? I was using sketch before Figma. My team uses Figma now. They like it better. And it looks great, by the way. It really does work like this. It's an awesome product. But the designers use it to get approval. Like in its simplest form, they do it so they can mock up concepts quickly, get them approved, and then send it to development. And, and is it a, a like rev control and you're, it's easier and it's quicker too? I mean, those are also, I think, kind of those key words of what yeah. is it going to help me do better that I can theoretically do now, right? But why am I going to click here versus something else? Well, look at their latest product, right? It's in beta. It's an online whiteboard. They're really going hard in this. You know, your next okay. good idea can come from anyone. I'm going to be honest with you. And maybe, you know, your team doesn't love this, Christy. But do all your good ideas come from anyone if we're being really honest in a practical well, sense? Uh, you know, not always. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to be that guy. But there's this principle that right. you're like saying, right? That like the issue with good ideas and why leaders don't get more of them is because we don't have whiteboards. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say that. What I what I like about anything that is virtual, idea sharing, collaboration, call it whatever, is that it doesn't matter where you sit. You can be in another part of the world. I mean, I think that, and, and let's be honest, those are the challenges we're all dealing with right now is that not everybody is in the room together. So how will you get the best ideas of all of the pockets in your organization? That to me, then I go, all right, you got me. I'm interested. What does that mean? I see what you're saying. By the way, this is what they do. They do prototyping so you can test and gather feedback. See, so like okay. this is awesome. And their product is freaking amazing. Like, And their branding is clean and like sh share common language with design systems. This is why my design team loves them. This is why people love them, ironically. So I guess I have a question for you, Chrissy. I'd put it up there. <laughs> yeah. And my, I guess the bigger thing here is how do you feel about utopic messaging at the core of your brand, not your category? So here's what I mean by that. If you create a category, you can still appeal to why minds meeting minds is what the world needs, but that still isn't your messaging of your homepage. So like, how do you feel about utopic messaging sitting at the heart of your lead generation? Yeah, I'm not a fan because if I don't get quickly the what do you do, uh, you got me for three seconds, right? If that, that I land on your page, you need to tell me. I am also could see this as this is a, a click, you know, call to action on an email or something that says this is what matters. The other part is too, from an SEO perspective, this is really, really important real estate here. And the fact that none of these words are words that I might actually search on as a real person using the tool, I wanna land here and go, okay, this is it. I would search for tools that yeah. manage rev, approvals, things like that. So yeah. this feels more branding which is okay on a, on a homepage, but everything below the fold is what tells me actually what it does. 
Right. Like look at their products. They do design and they're mm -hmm. amazing at it. They do prototyping. They're amazing at it. And they have design systems. They're amazing at it. I like if you want to like my point of this all is like I'll just show you an example. Like if you want to use this language, I don't actually I think it's awesome. I think it's not the the way it's being leveraged. So I'm not saying get rid of pricing, but I'm saying like if you want to do uh, like like create a category, let's call it like uh, digital whiteboarding, right? We could talk about digital whiteboarding here as our category where minds and this, then this copy makes sense, right? Imagine we just landed on the digital whiteboarding page. Correct. Yeah. Now it says minds meeting minds is how great ideas. Like, oh, okay. So now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, there is a new way of doing things in the world, right? Now, I also, yeah, I was gonna say, I also think it's always very interesting to have pricing and part of your nav as well, just even as something that you offer. It's great when a company is super confident on their pricing structure, assuming it's never going to change. <laughs> and it's really going to be applicable once I get in there. But it, that still starts to feel a little bit more get me into the product door explain the value, all of that. And then it becomes a, and here's how much it costs, or here's a demo, or here's some, you know, competitive landscape you might want to look at as well. So I get what you're saying because of where you're coming from, but what about a smaller product where you have such a low blended customer acquisition cost that your LTV CAC ratio couldn't sustain an inbound SDR team at your average order value? Do you have an option other than doing leading with price? I still don't know why you would lead with pricing. I think no matter, even if it's a $10 product versus thousands and thousands, it is more about, you still have to convince me that it's something I need and that it is going to meet my need. And then, you know, quickly don't bury it. I mean, the last thing we want to do is make somebody hunt for it and go, forget it. I don't even have an idea. Give me a, give me a ballpark. Yeah. But I still think it is the, you, you got to convince me. And again, those first couple of words matter so much. And I wouldn't be convinced at, at that point. So. Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. And I, I, they are doing some stuff I really love though. I love when low cost products start with students and education, because I think it's like, if you can get every graphic designer sure. at in the university system to like, if it's that your product is part of the curriculum, you have a buyer for life a lot of times. So I think that's brilliant. Uh, I see the way Figma would grow, right? Because I actually use the product. My team uses the product. I'm sure I'm a paying customer and I, I don't really realize it. But <laughs> the way, because I sent it to him, I'd probably pay for it. Um, the way I found out about it was like, I wanted a landing page live and they sent me approval in Figma. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I could see them growing very much like land and expand that way, if that makes sense. Like one designer enters a design org and is like, hey, do you guys use Figma for this? And like, no, we've been doing everything in PDF format out of Adobe. Yeah, right. Like, we okay, we got to get off of that. And then Correct. you kind of, that's why I like the like free here. But if you're free and you're a land and expand product that's designer centric, which they are, why not like lead with like free try? Like, you know what I mean? Why the word sign up as your well, call that's to what I was going to say, maybe it's more the, 
start free today or, you know, take a free spin or a free demo or something as opposed to, again, I don't know what is it that I'm signing up for. And then also the tiering, right? So the starter version, the professional, the organization, that is some of it of showing how the breadth of the product can not just be a one person thing, you know, the free, the free version. But I do think that, I mean, action words are so important. And that should be, going back to the homepage, is there lots of different entry points along the way, right? There so if is. you're going to sort of, you know, try it for free, and then when you scroll a little bit more, does it say it again? Does that, did that pop up just happen again? Yeah, so it's the same pop up everywhere. Okay. They need to, so like if I was, came into their marketing org, the very first thing I would do is I would create context. This yes. form has no context. Correct. What am I, what am I signing up for? Tell me. What happens next? Is there a credit mm -hmm. card required? Um, do I get complete access to your product? Do I not? I always use this example. So if people tune in the show, they're probably tired of it. But, you know, I do love the pop-up form Sumo Logic has, right? So start free trial. And then you have your in good company. You have all the exactly. companies that you love them, it. The logos. Start your free trial, no credit card required. If you just copied this, so Figma, if you're listening, if you just copy this, I guarantee you all your numbers will go up immediately. For sure. This is your access point to your whole People brand. get a little bit nervous to sign up without it. Uh, and, and obviously we're targeting some individual users knowing that it's free and it could be free for students. Signing up with Google may make sense if you are a mid-market enterprise side. I do get a little, why would I sign up with Google? Because that's my personal account. Yep. Have that being sort of the first thing. It does leave me with a little bit of judgment question on, are they legit? Mm -hmm. Are they, because- I like Google that, I'm my, Google admin. So my brain is like, that's my corporate, but you're totally right. That's probably, wow. I never, I love that perspective because Chrissy, I never, like, cause I use G Suite. So like, to me, it's my corporate, but you're right. I mean, G Suite not, yeah, have like exactly. a monopoly, right? Yeah. Like, no, and, and that is, we tend to, even when I look at my database and the database health, there are times where the Gmail ones make me nervous because I can't attach them to an account or a prospect or a customer. Uh, again, we're talking about a target audience here that probably makes more sense to say, I'm an individual user, it is Google that I have. So that one click sign up, that is actually very convenient. When you get into enterprise then, as we're here, then that is a different terminology. Things about you know requesting mm -hmm. a demo. So this is good. We've got a, a nicer sort of piece here. And then I, I still think, you know, and that I love that, look at that, within one business day. Yeah, I guess. That's good. Can you meet that SLA? Always. I mean, that that's fantastic if you can, but don't do anything that might <laughs> leave somebody disappointed before we've even started. No, yeah. I get where you're coming from. So. What do you think about, like, you do a lot more enterprise, obviously. So I'd love to get your perspective on kind of how they're, you know, communicating their value. You know, it's, it's interesting because it felt, it feels like a lot of scrolling and uh, not as much sort of explanation, 
I still feel like maybe we're we're missing a little bit of the true explanation here. And so, you know, this is this is nice. And um, I always say to any sort of animation, if you're going to have it, make sure that it matters. What is the story that we're telling? Otherwise, it might be a distraction a, a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, there's no clear story on this. I, I don't really. I mean, this is, I guess, sort of the we're moving things and you can see and then we can move them again. But what we're really talking about is I don't think it's that I'd almost like to see if you want something animated, show me a couple of, you know, revisions happening or some control of yeah. people inputting. And then you can see from, you know, a map, somebody who's in China can also come in and provide some input. So that's always the, because that's a lot of real estate. Look at all the space that yeah. that is. Imagine if this up. was a video that said, why Figma? That's where my brain exactly. at. I think the biggest gap with their messaging, and I want to be clear, Figma, you are doing a very good job, but you're missing this key part that I can't help but get away in all of it, which is why. Yeah. Like, there's no clear connection from their brand messaging to my next step. Why do I need to request a demo? Why do I need Figma? What does Figma, like, they do a good job on what, but not why. In other words, like, what it does. It allows you to collaborate. It gives you scalability. But I don't know why is scalability important to me? And I think the reason Correct. they stink at why is because they mostly grow through people who already know. In other words, like, and like, so imagine you're at uh, Coinbase, right? And you're a designer there and you're like, oh, do you all use Figma? What do you all use for prototyping and wireframing? And they say, no, you try it out. They're like, oh, this is cool. And I think they literally just sell through individual usage. I'm sure. Yeah, not into like corporate buying centers like you and I do, if that makes sense. Well, and when you're in enterprise, I always believe that it, tell me what problem it's going to solve. Yeah. And if you could actually lead with the cut down turnaround time by 65 percent or, you know, launch your data sheets quicker because you've collaborated real time. You think about it too, when you have words like collaboration, scalability, you could theoretically put any brand name into that sentence. And a lot of people are collaborating and a lot of people are scalable. But if you can actually say, we know that our customers have gone to market X percent quicker, have broken down silos, have cut down on redundancies and editing people's edits. That's the kind of stuff that I immediately go, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. Or the, the version controls and all the things that are quite frankly uh, very challenging, especially when you have disparate teams uh, around the globe. No, I get exactly what you're saying. I think one of the worst parts about people who don't understand enterprise is they think that people in enterprise need products at scale. I found that to be like the number one buzzword for people selling an enterprise who don't get enterprise. Yeah. So like my point is like, but great design can't happen in a silo. Like that is a true, like organizing design standards and design systems across multiple product lines across a, in a global organization is hell. Oh, they need absolutely. To, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to speak to that. That's it's, scales generic like a, a design platform for scale like it needs to be like a design platform like a design system for breaking down silos or you, you know what i'm saying like i think there's a better value prop 
than what they lead with. Like collaboration is not the issue in enterprise. It's like this, where is it? Uh, do they have it right here? Well, it's like, we do with Google, Microsoft and VMware as clients. Right. Like what the heck? Like you have the biggest brand names in the entire world using your product. And then I can't even really understand what the heck they do with it. Well, that's what, what I'm saying, right? Is that, yeah. and it's so, it, it's so small in comparison to oh kind of the real estate we're taking of, I don't know, I'm sure there's awesomeness happening here, but that is where if you're going to have an animated demo like this, you don't need to show the whole kit and caboodle. It's just showing one example, even if it were down to, being able to look at, you know, color palette and a lifestyle photography, for example, right? And that you can have people around the world kind of commenting on that. Yeah. Those are real world examples that many of us marketers feel that pain quite a bit. But it goes back to illustrate. Yeah. Chrissy, this is amazing. I've never seen a case study this good executed so badly. Like, look at what they have. They have the entire Microsoft design team with a live case study in their website that I can't see. Yeah, and that's is, not I, helping. Well, you get what I'm saying? No, all I'm saying is like, this is the dream. If that's what it, like literally they're showing that 173,000 people have copied Google's design system in Figma. Put that up here, baby. Put like, that up there, right. And even, you know, I'm wondering too, I, I know I'm seeing clearly a lot of animation and, and again, if it, if it works, tells a story, great. I think wouldn't a great kind of video testimonial, let's actually hear from Matt that says, this is what I was able to do. And sort of that quick 15, 20 seconds of actually just hearing from somebody because we all know, right. It's, explain it to me even better than I can read it because there is a lot of copy and I'm, I, I can see we're using columns, right? These look like templates, yeah. but it's very column heavy as well. Be interesting to see how it reads in mobile mm -hmm. for sure, because there looks like from a style sheet standpoint that there might be, it might be just a lot of scrolling then because now you've got, He's really kind of skinny, right? That's a lot. That's a it's lot a of this. Page. That's yeah. a, It's a big page there. And there's just, to your point, there's a lot of really good stuff. Um, I would probably break it up a little bit. I don't think you have to say it all in one page, especially in enterprise. You can almost have a sub nav a little bit that starts to help me kind of anchor easier in enterprise got to be quick got to convince me fast i love I'm not that. spending a lot community. of time researching let's look at the community as well uh chris because they have something you and i i'm sure dream of like imagine if anna plan could distribute like all of your different like function like your model temp like okay like this exactly right like, right like this is kind of the dream of functional content hyper scalable no file leadership required and then directly connects to product it's kind of like the absolute dream of content right so for sure. yeah. I want to see how they pull the same concept off. Like this like let's look design at maybe system. design systems. Yeah. And then uh, these all random. Oh, so let's see. If, well, so I can Google in here. I think you said. 
It'd be nice to almost, and this is a community, so community sort of gets laid out the way the community starts to drive it. But with so many design templates and things like that, it's perhaps classifying them. What is it that, you know, each of them sort of fits into those? A hundred percent. I want to see how that community subfolder, right? So all those uh, functional content is living within the subfolder of community. Yeah. So I'm going to pull this out real quick. So I, I mean, to me, if I'm, you know, trying to figure out with a low price product that does monthly payments, so I could get it, my average order value could be as low as $15, $15. Yeah. And I somehow am supposed to do paid ads. I mean, good freaking luck. Right. So yeah. I think what I'm want to know is like, how functional is this community, right? With this UGC content that ties to my product, like, is that driving traffic? Because if it is, this is my number one focus. If it isn't, I think I have some issues because it's tough if it's, not. It's tough to find it. Well, and I guess it would also be obviously what is the buyer's journey? And so if we find that the buyer's journey is really the I talk to peers in my network, then that community section becomes really, really important because you want to hear from other people. But I also want to hear from people who are just dealing with mobile style sheets, who are dealing with, um, you know, forms, sign up, things like that, to where maybe just that organization is is a little bit tighter. Communities, historically, pretty high on the SEO ranking, too, because there's so much pointing in and pointing out. So that would Again, this looking is weird though. Notice it's like sixty-five thousand, uh, almost two thousand likes, thirteen comments. But, like, I wonder. It's just. I yeah, I'm. I don't know that I would know exactly where to start, but it feels like there's so there's a there. lot of gems behind this. You can tell. Well, I guess what I would try to do if I were them is I would debrand it. So like, if you think about their UGC strategy right now, it's codependent on starting with your brand and then you, that translates right. here. So notice almost everything out of Figma has Figma next to it on all their queries, but they're only driving 24,000 traffic. Like from very, very large queries, like infographic UI kit, you see what I'm saying? So like, and then I would go, so like, watch, this is how I would redo this for SEO at scale. So what you do is in your CMS, you create a layout so that when someone uploads something, it would come in as infographic yep. UI kit. And then you can put it like this. Now, at scale, this can make them over a million dollars in traffic costs in six months. Like I guarantee it. They just need to change their CMS input of their community to be SEO friendly. And it would go gangbusters. And on the homepage, the only time we saw community was in the nav was that right I mean, it wasn't actually called out and now i can't get back to and the now website, you can't get back which is see that. like and that's what i hate is communities that have the menu disconnected from the product despite it yep. whole purpose is to monetize the product now so, was that a daughter window that popped up and we just didn't see it so the main is still in the back or did you know i can't completely? get there the tab's mm. gone no it's it's literally i cannot get back to the way that they make their money and then i have infinite scroll so i think i'm just literally like i don't think they realized it but they completely like yeah. accidentally screwed themselves with like the most amazing part of their marketing. 
Yeah, because- no, this 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 has so much potential here, but definitely yeah, want to so keep like- people on the main site when you can. <laughs> Well, yeah, so like watch, when I get to my community, see this products, enterprise, all my value props, how I monetize my community, I need that to stay up yep. here in this menu right here. And the yep. Yeah, and I can still move my search over to the left. So it's not this huge change for them because they have something so special, right? Like this thing is so cool. Don't we all dream about having, you know, a random card template with 25,000? Fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I will be using this now. Right? <laughs> I know. New customer. The is quite obviously that it's hard. It doesn't rank like it should. And they haven't monetized it like they could. I would also no. maybe make people do a bigger write-up. Yeah, I was going to say too, and, and it's hard to tell. I mean, it, it doesn't matter to the end user, but uh, what the community platform is that they are hosted on, if this is a Jive community or whatnot. But to your point, if you are taking it completely out of the main site container, all of that good stuff is not going to be, you're, you're not getting credit for it, really. Well, yeah. And now, like, let's look at our buddies Canva over here because they're doing the same thing, right? So if we go back a little bit here to respect the biz a little bit, right? Like, this is the exact same thing their competitors doing. Yep. So we're at twenty five thousand. If we go over here to templates, oh, I gotta play this game real quick. Same. Let's see if the theory. It, yep. <laughs> yep, they have 49,000 already off the bat, but I don't even think that's fully embracing Canva and what they're trying to do. So I'd have to find the right, uh, but see how all of their stuff is UGC and then it sits under templates and then they can monetize this across. Oh, see, this is weird though. So see how they flip it and it goes logos templates. So I bet you if you filtered it by like something like this, like they can do that, their strategy yeah. better too because their subfolders accidentally overcome the other subfolders. Well, the difference though on this on the Canva one, I don't feel as overwhelmed when I'm seeing that results page. There's something about just even the sizing and the buffering and all the pieces that visually kind of gives me that okay, there's a lot here, but I, I don't feel like it's as ominous to filter through. I was yep. feeling a little bit overwhelmed and having that I don't know where to start um, yep. in, in this particular one. And I the, the animation on this one is <laughs> every time you reload the page and the, the yeah. three little graphics come swooping in. It's, it's very – it's clean in the sense of what they're trying to do, but it doesn't translate like they wanted it to in my opinion. It's so abstract that it connects from the product, the value the product truly creates. Correct. Correct. There's so much that I think, cause I, I, I do love a site that has some sort of life to it. So hats off to them of being able to show that it's not static. It looks like it's alive. It's ready for me to engage with it. It's just making sure that it always matters and that it, it's doing a job for you. Again, I'd love to see pop up three different versions of the page. And then you start to see, okay, this is how it can be affecting me and why, why this would, this would help. Do we know where the name came from? I'm always very curious of how a company gets named because the figment sort of of their imagination, right? Right. It's like bringing you to life with a figment of your imagination. Yeah. Cause even, even that, I think actually 
is kind of a, a cool sort of story piece of the unlock the figment of your imagination or something by unlocking the potential globally for your creative minds. Things like that to where if I don't know who it is, you're now making the association for me. So yeah. now I'm not going to forget it because I now understand what it is and, and why. I love that. I'm so sorry, Anna Plan. Christy is now the CMO of Figma. That's right. That's right. Sorry, it's been as a good run. CMO, <laughs> what are the first three things you're going to do at Figma as we wrap up? So I do think I, I would like to just make sure that we're nailing the messaging and that we're really sort of talking it at sort of a brand level the thought leadership and then kind of the practice leadership and just do that in sort of that journey of top, middle, bottom and, and think of it like a funnel, right? And so if you look at it that way, I think that's kind of clear. I would also sort of challenge the team to make sure that that front door is saying exactly what it needs to say, both visually and from the content itself. And then I, I think the community should be kind of front and center, but it probably needs a little bit of love and attention, but that's not, a, it's not a super heavy lift. They've got the infrastructure there. They've got some amazing user generated content. Yep. So that's a superpower, I would say. So I would, I would go in with a, let's make sure we're absolutely utilizing that as much as we can. I love it. Christy, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you. That was so much fun. I am going to absolutely go to Figma. So good job to that team because <laughs> I'm intrigued. I love, <laughs> I love it. There's always, I think, opportunities for us to improve in all our marketing, but it's also cool when we know the product's good and we want to use it. So yes. great work, Figma. Wonderful. Thanks for being our muse. And if anyone yes. wants to follow along with you, Christy, uh, in your journey, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes, so you can find me on LinkedIn under Christy Milani right there. Uh, I have to admit, I'm not a huge Twitter follower, so uh, LinkedIn is the place to find me for sure. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Christy. All and right. that's uh, SaaS Marketing Makeover. Bye, Thank everybody. you so much. Bye.